Hello and welcome fellow osmologists to Osmology. I'm Sue. And I'm Ben. And in this episode, we're kicking off 2024 by starting a whole new, big, bright, hairy, a hairy adventure. <laughs> adventure. <laughs> and once again, we are inviting all of you along with us. And we're so excited. Yes. We teased it in our December episode, and now we're ready to tell you what we're planning. I think we're ready. Are we ready? As ready as we're going to be, baby. Let's go. Okay. All right. <laughs> you ready? I'll do the drum roll. Okay. That's my drum roll. That was terrible. You was just good. go. Just go. <laughs> so I'm going to say it just like we've been saying it to each other and to the team. Yeah. We're going to write a book. What? That's it. Yeah. But, what if I was um, really surprised right now? That right. would be. <laughs> well, honestly, if you were really surprised, this episode would probably be over and you'd be like, Ben, come here. Uh, can we talk, please? Can we, can we just this boop. Thing. <laughs> yeah. pause button, please? Um, but yeah, no, I mean, uh, for us, um, it's uh, really logical. We've been creating and putting out uh, what we think and uh, what we've gotten some feedback from others on is really good content for a long, long time. And uh, we've learned a lot over the years. We've had lots of really cool experiences, both, you know, with our owner credit union and with our credit union and small business clients through the QSO, through exclamation. And uh, we've got a lot of cool stuff to share and, um, some of the initial ideas I'm super excited about because I think that um, what will wind up happening is some version of a really diverse and exciting collection of content that can be inspirational, tips and tricks, how to-y type stuff, um, you know, self and professional development type stuff, and just, you know, lots of really good things that I think people in our shoes or people that, um, have marketing on their radar at any level will be able to read learn from maybe be inspired by gain something positive by so uh, you know and at the end of the day that's you know a big part of what we do is you know helping to empower people to do their best work do it in a positive way inspire motivate spread some positivity in the world and i'm really excited for a cool new way for us to do it that was great. You did great. I think we're done here. Thanks. I can't. I have nothing to say. See you next no. time. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> no, I think, well, one thing I should say is I feel like we should give credit to our friend and former teammate, Vince, uh, who, we, I mean, we should really, every time we record a podcast, we should give him, we should realize we're giving him a little credit because. Yeah, let's just add that to the footer at the end of the yeah, podcast. Yeah, we should. And it wouldn't be here without Vince. Well, although who left us, but that's besides the point. <laughs> but uh, I recall, and now this could be, uh, I, I could have recalibrated everything I know about the past. Um, and it could be revisionist history, but I recall this being an idea he verbalized during Plantopia four, maybe five years ago. And you I, might be right. I recall I we agreed. We were like, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> and we didn't. And we didn't do it yet. So I am excited. I just want to make sure that we 
Uh, I wonder if he listens. Have you ever thought about that? Do you think he I listens? Have, I have thought about it. I uh, haven't asked, haven't verified. Yeah. Let's make that a 2024. To, as yeah. long as we're prepared for him to be like, uh, in, no. Yeah, no, why would I? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we, let's just not ask. I think that's yeah. maybe the better way to go. Yeah. Anyway, so we we should pay homage to Vince who I think had the original idea. Um, and it's a good place to start. It's been on my mind. It's been on your mind. Yeah. Wherever it came from. So what is the purpose of this project? You've already, you, you laid such good groundwork. Like you got a little ahead of. A spoiler alert. You, you got ahead of me here. But, Sorry, everybody. But I couldn't give up this question because it sets well, up the next question. And what it, that's just yeah. how I am. <laughs> no, no, it's, no, it's, it's still a valid question, even though I maybe gave, uh, peeled back the curtain a little too, too far too early here. But um, what it reminds me or what, what comes to mind first when I think about, you know, why do this thing um, is um, I'm reminded of uh, either uh, a conversation that we had as a team, again, a once upon a time thing. I don't remember when it happened or who started the conversation. And it maybe even was a piece of content that we put out, which could have been just a simple social media post, maybe even a blog post. I totally should have done some research before this episode, but it doesn't matter. I what matters out. is that, yeah, right. <laughs> what matters is that once upon a time, we had a discussion about um, or shared some content about um, maximizing your content, right? Mm -hmm. uh, like reusing, or um, you know, if you're going to put together something that's you know a really great uh, blog post maybe it's really obvious but use that on social media um, make sure that your internal audience sees that um, maybe update it from time to time republish it again we put so much stuff out there in the universe and you know it maybe lives for as long as the internet will allow it or facebook or whatever social mm -hmm. platform will allow it and then it kind of fizzles off into the digital background you know and maybe never is seen again so like our, our newsletter is a great example of how we're taking stuff that has been out in the world before, maybe even a while, um, and bringing it back uh, to people's attention, right? So um, I think this is a, a version of that now. I think we're also going to be creating plenty of new content to help support this and make it, you know, something that's really useful and something that people mm -hmm. actually want to read. But um, along the way, it would be really irresponsible of us to not look back at all the stuff that we've created in the last seven years and say, hey, is is this still relevant? Is this still something right. that people can use? And let's make sure that we include it or update it and then include it or take this piece from it, and, you know, uh, do more, you know, whatever. So um, I think it's a really cool way for us to deliver on some advice that we've given to others, you know, and do it ourselves by taking some really great content that we have out there and getting some extra life out of it. Yeah. And I think, and we have, uh, I have so many thoughts about this. Um, one of the thoughts I have about this is that I think it's really easy to put time into kind this is totally this is you are serving as my therapist here <laughs> when I put, it's easy to put a lot of care into content and publish it even if you even if you intend to use it again or you know if you have a plan that down the road we're going to come back and hit this again there, there is a certain feeling about publishing it 
and then not having it really seem to hit. Mm -hmm. It's a little soul crushing because, you know, I, you, I think, and this is just, maybe this is just me uh, with all of my illusions of grandeur, but I, when there are certain things and by, by all means, not everything, but there are certain things that we've published that I've gone like, this is the thing that should crack somebody's cranium open. This, this thing is a thought that people don't talk about, or it's something that, you know, is a secret somehow, but shouldn't be a secret. And a lot of people would benefit from it. And then it just sort of like, we put it out there and it goes, meh. And it can be so frustrating, but we've also had a really good, really good examples when we look back historically at some of this stuff of things that published like that and then have this phenomenal like almost nuclear Mm half-life like the the one that comes to mind of course is the one that i will use until it stops being true is the strategic planning blog that we put out now two years ago Mm -hmm. and for two years that has been the top article on our blog and uh we we have looked at it to make sure it's up up to date but that's all we've done with it right and uh i and i just think it's one of those things that has that combination of the right the right thing in the title so people can find it and a and really evergreen content about it because it has these universal concepts that right. people can use, you know, no matter yeah. what, no matter what the landscape of the business looks like. Yeah. And I'll just state it for the record right now. The uh, contents of this book will include some of that kind of stuff. And it'll probably include some stuff that will become irrelevant real quick because our world's mm-hmm. always changing and, you know, right. marketing is a, you know, very, um, always changing maybe rather volatile kind of industries so um and that's okay yeah all we can do is the best with what we know right now and but yeah i mean that's um that is really just a (laughs) this great example of something that um strikes and we've got other examples of stuff that we think is just as good or better and uh doesn't land with people or you know or we just haven't seen it or heard about it right right um, it for me it like the comparison is like i don't know when you clean the house really well or you clean up the landscaping really well when you know how much work went into it you know how beautiful it is and then nobody notices it or says anything because it's just kind of the it's what we're supposed to do we're supposed to keep right. things clean and tidy we as marketers are supposed to put good content out that people care about and read uh, and just because we don't hear about it doesn't mean that nobody uh, like is seeing it or isn't appreciating it or you know it isn't helping improve people's lives or right day to day or whatever but yeah yeah so this is a this is a way to put it all together put something yeah. all together yeah and probably in a form that we can update definitely yeah 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 update iterate on create a next version of i think um uh, another 
reason to do this, uh, something that I think motivates me to do it is this world that we're still living in where um, like the way that people consume content is still really all over the place. There isn't, you know, I, I, I think I didn't live in this period, so I don't know, but once upon a time, um, it was like newspapers, um, whatever kind of like outdoor advertising people saw whether it was you know the first versions of billboards or um, paintings on walls murals and things like that uh, and the newspaper right there were just like a few things that everybody read and saw those were the only delivery channels and now we have obviously so much more with um, digital and social media and blogs and podcasts and you know all these different delivery methods but there is still a huge amount of people that love the tangible book mm -hmm. in their hands uh, and we don't do a lot of that like we don't we don't take a lot of our content and print it we don't have a bunch of one sheeters and flyers and rack car I mean we have some of that stuff you know but um, not much uh, and yeah. so this is a cool way for us to put uh, some stuff that maybe could live in that format uh, all together in something that I think is still a really relevant way for us to deliver the message yeah and that being the purpose of the book, speaking of purpose, this is my ham-handed transition that I just had to get to. I'm such a child. You're doing great. <laughs> Our plan is to take all of that and unify all of the useful information we can come to we can bring together, whether it, whether it's that evergreen content or the as of the moment as we can get by the time you put it on the page and print it <laughs> kind of stuff. Um and unify it under the broader theme of marketing with purpose. Yeah. And that's probably the thing that I am most excited about is what, when we zeroed in on what that overarching theme would be that mm -hmm. really, that crystallized things for me in my head. Like that's a thing I can talk about. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. And it, I guess I also, didn't really expect much less. I don't think we would have moved forward unless we had a good feeling of like that, you know, underlying theme or, you know, mm. the, the broader theme that we're using uh, throughout the book. And I'm, again, I guess I'm really happy and wouldn't expect anything less that we settled on something like purpose, which might be the DEs coming out in us. Um, mm. I think that it's, yeah, probably at least somewhat that, but also I think just the way that we are, um, as marketers, as humans, which is authentic, empathetic, and, um, you know, there's not much that we uh, settle on doing without understanding the purpose of it, right? You know, why we're doing this thing, why we're, why we're working here, mm -hmm. um, why we think this is going to help people, you know, all of that. So as um, big and um, visionary as it might feel I also think it's really logical for the kind of people that we are that that's something that we settled on yeah yeah and what I love what I love about it is that there are so many layers to purpose you know at the very yeah. at the very core of it if you're a marketer you have to understand what the purpose is for what you're doing yeah <laughs> and if you're if you are meeting that purpose and I think even that I think is something that people miss sometimes because sure. you, we always did the same thing. We're still doing the same thing. We're using the same messages. Well, if you're not thinking about who you're trying to talk to and where you're trying to talk to them, like you've got purpose all, you know, all messed up. Yeah. And then, 
and every layer, you know, up to that big uh, individual and organizational purpose, like the yeah. big picture, make people's lives better kind of Why thing. Why we exist kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So on that topic, I thought, I know you're looking at the notes and you're like, what, what's the question? There's no question. It's just discuss. <laughs> <laughs> but on that topic, what, Ben, what is your purpose in marketing? Why are, let's go big. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you here? What are you trying to do? <laughs> I get, if I say too much, I'm going to spoil the whole, the whole darn book, right? It's no, well, you know, 50% um, of it anyway. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Um, geez, I mean, this, this is so big and we, we don't have enough time to talk about it because I think that sometimes our purpose is like to make sure that people understand a thing and it's mm -hmm. that simple, right? They need to know this new branch is opening on this date. You know, sometimes it can just be so darn simple like that, which is both like a blessing and a curse because you do enough of that kind of work. It can feel repetitive or um, not significant or, you know, like like you're not really helping people. Maybe the, the that's a nice segue into the um, bigger picture of purpose when I think of why we do what we do and um, why I do what I do is um, at the end of the day, it, it's really about helping people and creating happiness. You know, and I think that um, every marketer has an opportunity to like their work or their attitude or their mindset in a similar space like that. So many great companies are doing things, you know, all over the world that are, you know, um, either basic needs, you know, things that people actually need uh, to live, to survive, mm -hmm. to provide for their families. Um, others are providing really cool wants for people that bring joy to their lives and, um, you know, creates happiness. So, um, and everything in between. And like we said, when we were kind of, you know, workshopping or brainstorming uh, the book, uh, we also know that there's probably some marketers out there that aren't doing their work for those same reasons, you know, so I don't mean to paint this picture that we're all a bunch of angels or anything like that. But um, I think that uh, when you have the good of people uh, in mind and an objective to create joy and happiness for people, um, you can really um, find a ton of purpose in marketing uh, because a lot of times uh, we are that bridge or that connector between the thing that people need or want and them getting it because mm -hmm. without the role that marketing plays, um, you know, awareness of those things doesn't exist or uh, the information or education around why people need or want it doesn't exist and you know i'm using words like need and want really loosely here and uh, you know there's some things that i think marketers will put out there as a need and it's not really something that someone needs to survive or to be happy but we do know that they can and you know mm. going to really simple examples of like technology and um you know some of the stuff that you see under the christmas tree every year Nobody needs a lot of that stuff, but we do know that sometimes it brings people joy and happiness or makes right. life a little bit easier and stuff. So connecting what you do and, you know, what you're selling or what you're providing people to purpose rooted in the joy and happiness of people. Uh, it's almost like lim limitless as to how you can connect that to your work if you're a marketer or an entrepreneur that, you know, marketing is one of your responsibilities. 
yeah, I mean, I think you could uh, you could really spend time thinking, looking at that hierarchy of needs, uh, and all across that, like that. Once you have satisfied the needs for physical health and safety, uh, it, like the it doesn't the hierarchy doesn't end there, right? And it goes on to those. Uh, those higher intellectual needs and emotional needs and uh you yeah i i this is all me showing off my fancy education just to say i agree with you uh, <laughs> so i'm gonna stop uh i think you know the other thing that i want to add just this is just my commercial for credit unions here is that is how glad I am that, you know, I think looking back at my career, I think I would have ended up in marketing in any industry I went into uh, because I love it. And I think that I am very glad that I started in the credit union industry and that led my path into marketing because you get to you get to experience just such a uh, a much broader view of purpose marketing through a credit union uh and then when you when you understand that part of the credit union movement the social purpose behind it i suppose probably similar if you did you know came up through marketing in a nonprofit or you know, something like that um the, but once you once you experience being able to be that kind of marketer, if you open your mind to it, you can see how anyone yeah. could be that kind of marketer. That you don't have to be in the credit union industry to right. associate what you're doing with making the world better, helping people, connecting people with the you know with the things they want or need, and making the world better through what mm -hmm. you do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know what, um, uh, we haven't really talked about, um, like all of our end goals or desired outcomes for this thing. Right. right. Um, but I can't help but consider, I mean, one, just the reality, like we're, we're talking about actually having a physical, tangible book, you know, something that, I don't know, maybe sells on Amazon or, you know, whatever. And we've <gasps> talked about some of, some of our expectations here where like, you know, at the very least, it's a cool gift we can give to our mm -hmm. clients or our teammates or whatever, right? But who knows? Maybe it's something that is just so darn well done that people want to pay for it. Um, I think if if that's something that we are going to wind up with, um, it would be wise of us to, um, you know, have an audience in mind for who we think is going to read this thing and stuff, but also make that audience big enough so we can spread this uh, goodness to as many people as possible. Mm -hmm. And to that point, I think that while we're talking about marketing a lot and, you know, purpose and marketing and stuff, I think I imagine that a lot of what we're going to be talking about will be applicable to any other or several other, um, you know, areas of expertise, industries, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and like the, a couple of examples that quickly come to mind for me are that I think are uh, in a similar space sometimes as marketers, because advertising is everywhere people have to sit through the commercials when they're watching their favorite sport or 
show sometimes you know maybe that's changed a little bit in the streaming world but uh i don't know if you've noticed lately but a lot of those streaming services are adding ads into their uh, uh platforms to make them uh more money and to make them more affordable for the end user right or keep them affordable i should say anyway long story short um you know because of all of that i think sometimes when you hear marketing or you hear advertising there's this like ugh, perception of like oh gosh you know how, how could people do that for a living you know like putting ads in front of us all the time and stuff and i think when we go back to that purpose conversation it's a really easy answer for us like well you know we're giving people information about things that help improve their lives you know i think sales departments or sales teams get a similar rap you know like mm -hmm. oh, they're just trying to sell me something it's like well yeah if they don't sell you something you're not going to get it and what they have is something that can help you you know um and then they, all the way back or all the way down to like um back office work or um factory line work or some of those things that are really easy examples to come to where people are like oh my gosh how could somebody do that all day it's so repetitive boring whatever mm -hmm. well you know you're doing something that is absolutely essential to the operation of the organization to the process of developing their building or creating that product whatever right and you know without those roles like Thing that the people are selling the thing that the marketers are talking about doesn't happen right so it's all connected and i think you can apply the same principles of like purpose to each of those things you know or, you know really almost, i i say almost because you know how much i don't like to say everything and never right but, um but yeah anyway all that to say like I, i'm excited to see how it comes together and how while it might be through the marketing lens really applicable it could be to so many other kind of industries or job types. Yeah. Like that. You know, I think that really speaks to what I think is a core thing you and I both believe, which is uh, people can, people can bring good to the world from any direction. You can, everyone has an opportunity to make the world better for other people. Mm -hmm. And so and, and maybe that is even one of those spots where you can actually, where you'll actually be okay with me saying everyone, but <laughs> it's, it maybe is a universal thing to, uh, to believe. And if that is, maybe that's a thing that we can explore more to say like, yes, we're marketers. And so therefore you're hearing this from a marketer, but also you know, I scrubbed toilets for a living for a while. And when I scrubbed yeah. toilets, I felt the same way about yeah. how my work connected to making people's lives better. Hey, for sure. Keeping people safe, healthy. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And I'm, I just, to clarify, I don't want to go back to that. <laughs> okay. Thanks for letting me know. I just was in making, case. I was making a note. Like uh, she knows how to scrub dirty. toilets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can, I'll tell you what, man, I can, I can clean a urinal, urinal, like nobody's business. Oof. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Noted. But I don't want to. Okay. Anyway. Right. So, yeah. So to your point, where do we go from here? We yeah. Have a lot of work to do. We have a lot to figure out. And we're applying this idea that it's going to take the next year, but only because calendar is there. Yeah. So our podcast. Welcome right. to season six, by the way. Yeah, right. At the very beginning of this episode, but that's okay. <laughs> um, and we have this pre-planned structure. We've decided last year, last year, 
last year in those yeah. 12 months and this thing happens in the next 12 months. Right. I don't think we know it'll take 12 months. Right. Uh, we just know that feels like a great idea right now. We yeah. feel we see a lot of possibility. Um, and here on this podcast, if you're listening, if you're still listening to us, as we're gushing, I feel like this is one of the gushiest episodes we've ever done. <laughs> um, you can expect to hear this kind of gushing, hear us talking through some of the things that we plan to include, because we're definitely going to need space to uh, have those conversations and try to focus those conversations uh, into something that is palatable. Uh, we'll be seeking out experts. Hopefully, we'll get some of those, make some of those connections and get people on the podcast to talk about. And we're going to ask for input to find out what people. You got it. Yeah. yeah. How's that sound? Let's <laughs> do all great. that. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> uh, since we haven't, I don't think formally verbalized it yet. Um, part of the reason we're doing this in this uh, platform, you know, is very much because of the success that we saw in the last 12 months with the Econal Teams project and um, uh, the revolutionized teamwork book. Um, having this space for us to talk about it, to be vulnerable, to create some accountability by sharing our plans with our audience and then having to stay true to that um, really created some really cool moments in progress for our team over the last year. And, um, you know, just all the more um, reason for us to do something else like that with with this cool right. space that we're in right now. So I, I don't know. I'm maybe that was uh, just something that people were connecting the dots on by themselves, but I think it's worth being really clear about the benefit of vulnerability and transparency and accountability right. and all these other ability words that uh, are sounding really buzzy right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um I got a ton of value out of just knowing that every month we, Hey, we got to talk about this thing. So let's make something happen. So we've got something to talk about and um, really excited to see how it affects us too. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, well, we did, we did a, a nice little recap in our last accountable teams episode of last year, but I think we could have equally started this episode. I, I think I just wanted to get to the announcement, but could have equally uh, really talked about uh, what about the value that all of that brought. And because I, we did talk about our favorite moments, but I don't think we ever really either called out to each other or called out on the podcast that that was an effort that we made up because it sounded good. I, that is way oversimplifying what it is, but mm -hmm. yeah. uh, no one told us that that was the way to do it. There wasn't a, uh, there wasn't a pre-programmed explanation that we saw in out in the universe that we could follow and do the same thing. We built the idea behind that as we went along and we went in not knowing what would happen. And it was successful. Yeah. You know, we, 
part and part of what made it successful, I think, was the willingness to pivot what success looked like. Not in a way where you say, oh, well, we did some we did some things and it's fine, but in a way to say, like, we're moving, we continued to move forward. And what is successful about it is that we said we were going to do this to stay on track, to keep working on it. We did that thing. We can see evidence of the changes that we've made as a team over the last 12 months. And even as we sort of like drop the mission accomplished banner on that with that, uh, we know that there that this is a continual process. Right. And that yeah, and I'm sure we talked about this probably more than once on the team uh, on that podcast that it's a different dynamic to run a team. And every time we add someone new to the team, we're going to be rebuilding what that plan is because virtually everyone is going to come off of a team that runs, you know, the way people are accustomed to with top-down responsibility and, you know, maybe a lack of accountability. Right. So those, I think, those are fi- just final thoughts. I felt like I wanted to express. Hey, good job on that. <laughs> Keep hey, up and- the good work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, just to close or add one more thing to what you said, because um, I think it's only fair to, we may also receive uh, the blessing of a teammate that's come from a really accountable, really high functioning team and mm-hmm. we can learn from them and continue to grow that way too. Um, so yeah, um, that'll be, exciting to experience someday and the other thing that i just want to i feel compelled to say is um the the decision to do these things this way the accountable team stuff last year this book project now where we kind of like activate the podcast as a channel to like invite people into the experience and stuff it feels so logical to me only for the fact, besides all the benefits that we've already gushed over in a couple mm-hmm. of episodes now, besides all that, also just for the simple fact that if we're going to do this stuff, we have to have these conversations anyway. Right. You know, like we're going to be talking about this stuff anyway. So why not record? Why not invite people into it? Why not create that extra level of accountability by knowing that we're being an open book and sharing the experience? Mm-hmm really with each other because we have to prepare and talk about it and to with um, the audience, you know? So. Right. Yeah. That really so. is, I think similar to it's, it's the same. It's not similar. It's exactly the same logic I use when our team meets, when, yeah. when we have to make that decision of, Oh, you know, this is really something that Ben and I are going to decide. Does everybody have to hear how, how we come to this decision? And, Sometimes we just make the choice like, yeah, we, people need to know, our team needs to know how the sausage is made. They can't, uh, we can't just function uh, in, in a space where they think there's magic behind, you know, behind the things that get figured out. It's like, it's this sometimes weird, uncomfortable, little messy conversation. I mean, all good, all with good intentions, but it's not always easy or cut and dried or we don't always agree yeah sometimes they see the indecision or the maybe lack of knowledge that we might have about a thing 
uh, and see like, oh, well, shoot, if they can dive into something without having all the answers, maybe I can too. And then there's other times where maybe we are perfectly buttoned up and we say, yep, this is exactly, we know exactly what we need to do here. Here's how we're going to do it. And they mm -hmm. see that and they say, oh gosh, how, how do they, how do they know all this stuff? And maybe that's inspiration for, you know, professional development, training, more education, whatever, you know, and, and all of those things happen. Let me be very clear. They perfectly buttoned up. Uh, we know all the answers thing. That's probably um, just as rare as the, you know, shoulder shrug. Well, we have no idea what we're doing. You know, yeah. we're usually somewhere in the middle of all of that, but there's a benefit to share all that info with the team. Yeah. Yeah. The perfectly buttoned up one is only, we've probably done everything possible wrong up to that point <laughs> right. like okay these are all the things that don't screw everything up do those right. yeah, yeah. Awesome. cool i'm so excited yeah me too i can't wait so any other final thoughts about the book now that we're done talking about accountable teams since since we were supposed to be done last month yeah. about it anyway, but <laughs> No, nothing for me. Just uh, lots of energy. Thanks, everybody, for hanging in there. And um, really, it would be awesome to hear from a listener uh, with, I don't know, an idea or um, any any words of inspiration to keep us going for the year. Because while we're excited, um, we're gonna we're gonna need the extra fuel to push this thing to the finish line. So. Yeah, good point. So you can, to that point, you can find us in a lot of places. You can reach us at marketing at exclamationcuso.com if you want to just send a good old-fashioned email. Is email old-fashioned? Probably not. Nah, <laughs> at not this yet. point, it kind of is. Um, you can follow us online uh, on our socials. Do you, do you think I know all of those handles? Do you know all those handles? No. Just uh, yeah, go. Sure. Go, go, to, go to Facebook. Go to LinkedIn. Search exclamation Q. So you'll find us. Uh, and you can go. Oh, well, you can also go to our website, which is exclamation .com. And you can reach all of our socials there. And you can also check out our blog where you can see all of this, uh, all of our blog content and our podcasts over the last several years. Um, we're really excited to have you on this journey with us. So we would love to get your input. We're going to publish our book updates on the second Wednesday of each month. And then you will find our regular episodes, which this year we are going to focus on getting lots of great interviews. We're very excited about some of those that are coming together already. And thanks to Scott from our team, who's getting those together for us. And um, yeah, don't forget, you can learn more about us. Even though I've already said this at our website, exclamationcuso.com. You got it. The reminder doesn't hurt Sue. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Be awesome. We'll see you next time. The Osmology Podcast is a production of Exclamation Services. Thanks to Nick Mulliver for sound production and Kylie Ganther for our cover artwork. Executive producers are me, Ben Bauer, and my friend, Suzanne Campbell.